0: What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hamilton. I really appreciate you coming into the house today. So, today's episode is a little bit different. I feel like I say that though on every episode. Like this is a different episode. This is a different episode. Well, anyway, um this is one of those episodes that will uh can help in a lot whether it's fitness, fat loss, whether it's your career, whether it's your marriage, I don't whatever. But I've actually been asked this question a lot here in the in the more recent um, past few months so I figured I'd make a whole episode on it because that's truly where most of my content comes from guys is basically the questions that you know I get asked from clients or tribe members or from you so you know I save my q and a's and whatnot so this is where I get my content from. So I wanted to do an episode on uh, the concept of laziness because a lot of people say, Jared, how do I fix laziness? Hey, I'm lazy. How do I get, how do how do I fix that? So uh, there's actually a lot that kind of goes into that because it's not a matter of just, Oh, do better or, Oh, quit being lazy. That's like, that's, that's a terrible answer. Like how do you quit being lazy? Well, quit being lazy. Well, it's not quite like that. There's more that goes into it. It's a deeper thing. And this is still something that like, we're, we all struggle with and we all work on. I am not perfect by any means. There's some areas in my life where I am not lazy whatsoever, but then there are some areas in my life that I let get lazy. Like right now, like there's dishes in my sink. Right now, I could my house could be cleaner. So in the world of this, I don't want you to think that I'm coming from a place of perfection or that I've got it all figured out. But these are one of the, this is one of the things that um, has helped me over the years, and that my mentors teach and things like that. So I want to talk about the concept of how to fix laziness because uh, a lot more people than I thought are asking about it. So I figured it would be a very good thing to do a whole podcast on. So here's the thing you have to understand. Laziness is not your issue. Laziness is not your issue. Laziness is a side effect of the issue. And that issue is a subpar standard. Okay, Because there's other areas in your life you have a higher standard. And then there's other areas that what you're thinking of you're, that you're lazy about, you have a lower standard. But the thing is, it's not a laziness issue. You're It's a standard issue. And then laziness is a side effect of it because we all fall to our lowest standard. This is the same reason why some people, when they're motivated, they go kill it. And they go crush their goals. And then when motivation leaves them, leaves them, they don't show up and execute because we drop to our lowest standard. But it's also the same reason why other people, regardless of their motivation, they go and execute because their standard is so high, they're like, I don't care if I don't want to, I do it anyway. So for example, think of it this way: if you're listening to this right now, I would bet you have running water and your electricity is on and there's food in your fridge. Because you, whether consciously or subconsciously, made the decision that your standard is going to be your electricity will not get shut off. You are going to make sure your water stays on and you will make sure you're fed every single day. And that's your standard in that area. Right? Some people, there are some people who are like, no, I'll let my electricity get cut off. I don't care. Or I'll let my water get cut off. I don't care. It, it's, it's a, it's a standard issue. So don't think that, that it's one of those things where like, Oh, you're just lazy. It's just, you have a standard issue but that's in certain areas. This is why it's such an important thing to raise your entire life's standard. Again, it's one of my favorite things with fitness and fat loss and health is that it makes you raise your standard. It sh- it allows you to be more successful in other areas of your life because of what it teaches you because you're when it comes to fitness and fat loss and these kind of goals, you're not always going to want to work out. No one wants to count their, t- their calories. Nobody wants to get up and go do their, their workout when they're not feeling like it. Because with fitness, you're guaranteed to not always be feeling it, but it's going to show you if you can keep a promise you made to yourself. And that's the stem of all of this stuff. And it shows where your standard is at. So you have to understand that when it comes to this, if you are lazy, it's because you have a standard issue and we just fall to our lowest standard. So it's just a matter of, to be honest, just creating a new standard. That's that's really all it is, is we're just creating a new standard. Um, but before we get into that, there's a couple things we, we need to change. We, we got to get your perception around this changed. I would want to know why you don't want to be lazy. Because again, I'm talking to the people who have said, I want to quit being lazy. I just don't know how. So my question is, why do you not want to be lazy? You have to ask yourself that. Is it because, you know, it's, is it costing you something? Is it because you, you, your, your life is not going to, you know, your life isn't as good. Like you you, you missed out on a promotion at work because you were lazy and didn't over deliver on your end of things. Is it because your marriage sucks because you're lazy? Is it because you hate the way you look and feel because you won't go work out when you don't feel like it? Like, what is, why do you not want to be lazy? Okay. Once you identify that, you have to ask yourself this, what? What is the cost of being lazy to you? And I'm not talking just finances. Like, what is it costing you being lazy? It could be finances, but what is it costing you? Is it costing you happiness? Is it, did it cost you finances because you slacked off at work and the other guy got the, the promotion? Is it costing you uh, years on this earth? A lot of you that are wanting to lose weight for health purposes, you know, it's, is it costing you living an extra 10 years? I know a lot of people that I've worked with that were overweight to the capacity where they couldn't have children. And And if if they don't fix their laziness or their standard around health, it's costing them raising a family. So you have to ask yourself, what is being lazy costing you? Okay. Because we have to, here's the the reason I bring it up. We have to change your perception of pain and pleasure because our lives are driven off of avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. But most people who are viewing, who are lazy or who claim to be lazy are viewing pain and pleasure wrong. Like for example, we'll talk about it. Fitness. A lot of people are viewing workouts and eating right as pain. It's annoying, it's not fun. They're like so they they naturally want to stay away from it. So they're avoiding that short-term pain, but now they don't get the pleasure of well, why do you even want to work out? Why you know why do you want to get healthy? Why do you want to be a better person? Why do you want to be more confident? All these side effects. But if you focus on what's causing you pain, you're naturally going to have friction towards it. So if you're you feel like you're lazy, and you want to fix it, not only are we setting a new, uh, setting a new standard, but we have to change what you view as painful and what ple- is pleasure. Think of it this way everyone who wants to have kids, you have childbirth, which is pain, and then raising a child, which is uh, is pleasure, right? Everyone who wants to start a family, they're willing to endure the short term pain of childbirth for the long term pleasure of raising a family. Okay. It's because they're viewing pain and pleasure differently. But if all you focused on was the pain of childbirth and you didn't even think about the pleasure of raising a family, all you thought about was how horrendously painful childbirth is going to be, you would naturally want to steer away from it. Because again, we naturally gravitate to what is pleasure the way that we view it and we steer away and go away from pain. So if you find yourself being lazy, whatever that means to you or wherever that is at, whether it's at your work, your marriage, your kids, your dogs, your uh, your health, whatever, you have to start viewing pain and pleasure. So that's why I'm asking you, what is being lazy costing you? What is being lazy costing you? So if all you, if every time you think about being lazy, you're like, oh, I don't want to get up to go do my workout. But all you do is think about not the short-term pain of doing the workout, but what's the long-term pain of not doing it? It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be as confident. Well, that means I won't be able to close as many sales at work. Well, that means I won't be able to lead my family well oh, well, that means I might actually die 10 years early because I really need to get my health in check. So then you, whatever it is for you, you have to start right figuring out and having the proper perception of pain and pleasure and what is being lazy costing you. Because again, we gravitate to pleasure and avoid pain by all costs. But most people's uh, perceptions are flipped. They view what they are being lazy about as painful. But you have to learn to embrace the short-term pain to get the long-term pleasure. Just like those of you who want to start a family, short-term pain of childbirth, long-term pleasure of raising a family. For me and my dogs, like I, I know a lot of people who are like, "Oh, ra- dogs are dirty. Raising dogs are a pain in the ass. All this other stuff." There's a little bit of short-term uh, pain, if you will, with having three dogs, more dog food, um, making sure they behave, making sure that um, you know that they're taken care of. But I get such more long-term pleasure of having my three dogs because I love my dogs. I love spending time with my dogs. I love all the stuff I do with my dogs and my wife and now our our little furry little family. And it's one of those things where like in my head, what I view as pain and pleasure are totally different versus people who are not animal people forget the pleasure and all these, they view as short-term pain. They're like, they die early. They're gross. They're not people. They bark at the mailman. They might shit on your floor, whatever. It's, Again, it goes back to what is pain and what is pleasure, because if you have your uh, focus off, then you're going to just gravitate towards the wrong st- stuff. So it's this is why it's not a matter of just, oh, quit being lazy. It's like, no, we got to dig deeper because there's a deeper reason behind why you're being lazy. It's because your standard is low and then you're viewing this the wrong way. Because a lot of people are working way harder than they need to. It's not a matter of like, let's say it's about working out. People are like, I'm just like, la- I got to quit being lazy and do my workout. Well like why do you want to work out? What's the goals? Why then why do you want those goals? And oh there's a deeper reason behind all this stuff. Well why don't we focus on that as pleasure and then we view the workout as leading to that pleasure. Now your whole perception's changed. Guys cuz what happens is when you get your your view of pain and pleasure in check where it should be, it brings context and context is everything right? It, it's at context is absolutely everything. Imagine this to really hammer this home. Imagine if it's three in the morning and someone is banging on your front door instantly because you don't have context there. You're like, why is this person here? It's three in the morning. They woke me up. I'm angry. I'm, I'm pissed. And I'm slightly concerned that there's a stranger at my door at three in the morning. You go to the door and they are yelling through your door. Hey, your barn is on fire. Your shed out back is on fire. I just wanted to tell you instantly that person went from a unwelcomed pest to a welcomed guest because of context. You got up, that person's banging on your house door, your front door at three in the morning, and you're like grabbing your gun. You're getting in defense mode. You're like someone's wisest person at my house. And they went from being a very not welcome person Then all they say is, "Hey, your your barn or your your shed out in your backyard's on fire." I just wanted to tell you. And then all of a sudden, you go to, "Oh, I'm thankful for this person. I'm so glad they're here and they let me know." Why? It's because context changed that for you. Context is everything. Right? It's like with food. I like people are like, "Sugar's bad," or like, "Pizza's bad." Sugar's bad. It's like, well, context is one pizza bad. You probably shouldn't eat a, a whole pizza. But is one piece of pizza bad? No. Why? Context. So again, we have to change the context around this for you with laziness, and we have to reevaluate what you view as pain and pleasure. Because if the th- the thing that benefits you that you're being lazy about, that you have a subpar standard about, we have to change the view of that being painful to that being pleasure. Like, well, why do you want to work out? Why do you want to communicate with your wife more? Why do you want to be a better dad? Why do you want to uh whatever, whatever it is for you? This is why. It's one of the first steps to creating a better, uh, habit around laziness. Cause again, laziness is not your problem. Your problem is your standard is just subpar and you view pain and pleasure inappropriately. All right. Because you have to, um, now realize what's going to happen when you quit being lazy, right? Because this is a programming side. This is a mental programming side. What happens when you quit being lazy and start doing the stuff that you once was lazy about your mental program That told you to quit and stop is going to kick in now more than ever because you have to understand Your mind is like a dog. That's never been told to sit before Right If your your mind is a dog that's never been told to sit before So it's what happens when you have a dog that's never had to sit before and behave It's going to fight back. It's going to be like no i'm not going to but then once that You you keep working with your dog and keep working with it and working with it eventually it's going to go. Oh I guess if I get what I want, I have to sit or to get what I want, I have to sit. So it's one of those things where your life is ran off of completely subconscious programs, right? So it's one of those things is if you've been lazy for the past year, two, three, four, five years, and now you decide to quit being lazy and say, you know what? I'm going to go quit being lazy and do what I know I should do. Now, hell is about to rain loose and start saying, stop. It's not worth it. This is painful. You should stop. Jared's stupid for saying that. All these, uh, all of these subconscious um, programs are going to start coming at you to self sabotage. But here's the thing: you can predict those now. Right? One of my favorite examples of this is imagine this. Have you ever seen the Spider Man movie? I think it was Spider Man three with Tobey Maguire. It's the one with the black, um, black Venom Spider Man. Okay a scene in that movie that has always stuck out to me was the bell tower scene. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to YouTube type in Spider-Man three bell tower scene. What happens is Spider-Man during the movie got the venom suit, the venom suit took him over and he's a bad person now. Well, Spider-Man then realized, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. I got to get this venom suit off of me. And now Spider-Man in the bell tower is tearing and ripping and peeling the venom suit off of him because it makes him a bad person. And now the suit's fighting back. He rips a piece off, the suit comes back. He starts to really make some hedgeway with getting the suit off and the suit is literally screaming at him and trying to crawl its way back on. And he fights and fights and fights and eventually the suit gives up and goes somewhere else to find someone else. That's what happens when you try to change an old program. If your old program is to be negative, is to be toxic, is to be lazy, is to have a subpar standard, and every other time you've tried to make your life better, you always fall back. That's not that's not going to be any different this time. It's going to try to come back in. But the difference is now I'm telling you to be ready for it. So if your new standard is, let's say, uh, let's say your new standard is, um, I don't know, make your bed every morning. Every single morning, that's your new standard. Because I'll get into some other stuff here in a second. If that's your new standard, I got to make my bed every morning. And you get up, having never made your bed before and now you start making it. And then all of a sudden before long, once you get some progress with making it, you're going to have this little voice in the back of your head saying, ah, come on, man, you're just going to sleep in it tonight. It doesn't matter. No one knows. Stop. You don't have time. You're running late for work. But what happens is that's the Spider-Man suit fighting back. And sometimes when it comes to this, uh, people take L's, people take losses, but you have to get back on track ASAP with that. And bring that standard back up. Because again, you have that old program that's going to start fighting back in. It's like uh, a guy that I study. His name is Ed Milet. He talks about the concept of a thermostat. If your life has been, if, if you, the thermostat is set on 70 degrees, you heat the room up, it's going to kick it on and bring the temperature of the room back down. If your life has been at a 70 degrees and you say, I'm done being lazy and raising my standard and you kick the, and that that's your life just raised to an 80 your thermostat internally is going to kick back on and try to cool your life back off. That's why you got to keep raising your standard in your thermostat. That's why it's not a laziness issue you have. It's a standard issue. So that's why I wanted to tell you, once you decide and say, I'm going to change my life and quit being lazy and raise my standard, you're going to have some internal battles. that's going to happen. That's going to try to throw you off. But here's the thing I'm telling you that you can predict it. If you know a pattern is coming, you can plan where people go off is they don't think about that's going to happen. Imagine if you live in Florida and the weatherman said, Hey, hurricane in seven days is going to hit, get out. You're not going to like, you'll be able to handle yourself a lot better if you know ahead of time and the weatherman told you and you go, Oh, okay. So you get your shit in gear so you can handle the hurricane. It's totally different if you're oblivious to it and get wiped down. I'm telling you right now you have a hurricane about to hit. As soon as you decide to change your life. So you better prepare. You better be like, okay, I know at some point in the next few weeks, an old voice is going to come back in and try to throw me off. Life events are going to seem random, but they're not. And it's going to try to throw me off, but I'm not going to cave. And that's what, and what happens is as soon as it tries to cave you in and you don't cave in, you're now rewriting new programming and new software in your head. And that's where the magic happens. But I wanted to give you a heads up. That's not me being pessimistic or realistic, whatever. I'm just telling you, this is how it happens. When you have been lazy and you raise your standard, old stuff tries to set back in. And this stuff, and it doesn't matter who you are. This happens to me. I raised one of my standards recently and I get up and go on a walk before uh, uh, every single morning before uh, my day starts. I go on a walk so I'm alone with my thoughts and um i overslept yesterday and didn't do it and guess what i fucked up today and it was too cold and i didn't do it but that was me being a little bitch that's the old standard or the old the old programming trying to slip back in but now i know that and i see that and here's the thing guys you're going to take some loot losses let and here's the thing let those losses hurt cuz again we try to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So if you take in a loss causes pain, you're less inclined to do it again. So for me, I took a loss these past two days and it's eaten at me and it bothers me. So I'm going to get back on and go back on my walks. And the power is not just if you fuck up, that's going to happen. The power is how quickly you bounce back. Don't wait till another month before you get back on track or whatever the case is you get back on track ASAP. Does that make sense? And now you have a new standard. Okay? And that's it. Now go. Now ex- ex- execute. Now act. Because what you have to do is you have to pick what the new standard is. Okay? Here's how you pick a new standard. Pick non-negotiables. These are your n- does not matter. You're what, you have to pick one to two, maybe three, yeah, probably two non-negotiables that you are going to live and die by every single day no matter what. And these, here's the thing. These have to be things you don't want to do. It goes back to the concept of being lazy, right? And because if, if you love doing it, then there's no reason to have a higher standard and it doesn't require discipline, right? It's one of those things where you have to pick things that you don't want to do that are even small. It could be something like, um, whatever it is for you, it may be replacing the toilet paper roll. It may be going on a walk every single morning. It may be having a full glass of water, but every single day, it may be taking your dogs on a walk every single day. It could be, um, doing a workout three days a week. It could be, I don't know, um, saying I will dust my house every single day. It could be, I'm going to do the dishes every single night, whatever. Don't, don't pick 17 different things. Pick one to two things that you don't want to do that you're saying, these are my non-negotiables. You know, it's, if, if, if and it's something that you struggle with, like, for example, if you pick, um, let's say you struggle with snacking throughout the day and emotional eating or, or boredom eating. If you say, no, my new non-negotiable is every meal I eat has to be on a plate at the table with a protein and a plant source. Well, now you can't just walk and grab a bag of chips and walk out. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where you have to pick your non-negotiables that require discipline that you don't want to do. Especially, especially honestly, in times like right now, where it's quarantine the life isn't easy and there's chaos, the more you can be disciplined and the more you can have structure, the better your life is going to be. But again, these have to be things that you don't want to do. Gravitate towards it. Okay. Because again, if you, if these are things that you want to do, you know, like if your new standard is smashing a pizza every day, like that doesn't take any effort, any discipline or any standard because it's easy having a standard is stuff that you don't want to do. It's like at work. If you have a, if if, let's say you have a sales job and you have to make 20 cold calls a day, make 30, you don't have to, it takes more work and effort, but that's why you're doing it. That's the new standard. Or, um, let's say every time you, I don't know, uh, what'd be another one. Let's say, I don't know, every time if you go running and you normally run a mile every day, now you run two just because it's stuff like that where You're basically saying here is my non-negotiable because I don't want to do it and I'm doing it strictly to raise the standard. And then you'll notice everything in your life gets better. So that's it for today, guys. I hope this helped. Um, Let me know if it did. Shoot me a message. But um, yeah, I did this episode because I've had a lot of people that have been kind of requesting it and asking me this. And I think it'll help a lot because again, it goes back to uh, the kind of concept of like, you don't need motivation, you need action and discipline. It's because The only way to become motivated is through action. You're not going to be motivated, then say, I'm going to get up and act. You act regardless of motivation, then you will feel better. That's how it goes, which is why you want to raise the standard, which is why you want to not be lazy and you got to just keep pushing forward. So that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you listening in. I will talk to you next time.